This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Here's something that maybe can bring us together. The Chicago Cubs making a run to another World Series. I don't know if that's going to happen, but they are 6-1 to one to win the NL Central. 74 and 88 last season. Win total at BetMGM, 77 and a half during the offseason. Certainly made some moves to improve their team. Dansby Swanson, the headliner, seven years, $177 million. Cody Bellinger, Jamison Tyon, Trey Mancini, Eric Hosmer. The big loss, Wilson Contreras, who signed with the cards right there in their own division, five years, $87.5 million. And their rotation is, eh, you know. It's not terrible. It's not exactly a murderer's row. So when you look at the Cubs, can they go over 77 and a half? My initial thought is, yeah, they could do it. Yeah, I think this is a team that can go over their win total, but I'm not sure how high the ceiling is for this Cubs team because usually if I'm picking a team to win the World Series, I need them to have a very solid rotation with high-end starters. That is not what you see when you look at this rotation with Marcus Stroman being your ace. Marcus Stroman is good, but I'm not sure if he's good enough to anchor a rotation that's going to go deep in the postseason. However, if you look at the lineup, they've got a wealth of postseason experience. That's the first thing I noticed when I looked at uh, the players that they have signed uh, in free agency. Dansby Swanson with the Braves, Cody Bellinger, all those years with the Dodgers, Jameson Tyon with uh, the Yankees, Trey Mancini just won a ring with the Astros, and Eric Hosmer many moons ago was a mm-hmm. huge piece for the Royals when they won the World Series uh, back in the day. So I think it's a team that can definitely win 78 games, especially in the mm-hmm. division in which they're playing in with the Reds and the Pirates. Uh, but that's as far as I am willing to bet my money when it comes to Chicago. Yeah, this feels like a this feels like a decidedly 500 team that if things kind of break the right way, then maybe they overachieve a little bit, maybe they make a move at the trade deadline and then they make a run. Look, 6 to 1 is not bad for this team. Pretty good odds to win the division. I don't necessarily mind that, but man, it's so top heavy with the cards and brewers. It's hard to imagine them overcoming those two teams. But the reason why I say 500 is when you look at this team and they certainly have some talent, but if you look at the lineup, for example, last year, they had how many players hit over 285? Zero, not a single player on the roster. Only one player, Patrick Wisdom, their third baseman, hit at least 25 home runs. So not terrible, but certainly not power-packed. They tried to address that during the offseason. And then you look at their rotation, and it's not awful, but again, it's it's questionable, right? It, this is the epitome of a 500 baseball team to me. Yeah, uh, that's as far as I'm willing to bet them, at least. Uh, and also, with Cody Bellinger and Dansby Swanson, these are guys that have had some great seasons, but they've also had some really bad ones where they have really struggled to see the ball and they strike out a lot. So if you're talking about adding these pieces 
and Dansby Swanson is your prized possession coming out of free agency, there's a chance that he's not going to have a great for average season. Dansby Swanson's always going to be a plus defender. He is a good shortstop. But when you need somebody who is just squarely getting on base, like maybe he's not the greatest of additions. And same could be said for Cody Bellinger, who went through uh, a pretty bad slump with the Dodgers. I think it was last year. So maybe it's a Cubs team that struggles to get on base. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's a pretty middling team. I don't see them winning the division, and the odds reflect that. They're 6-1. to one. But here's the other thing. I think the wild mm-hmm. card in this division is the Brewers because I'm not sure what to expect because the vibes seem terrible. I don't know if you've seen the stuff with Corbin Burns, how upset he was with his arbitration hearing, but that stuff carries over. Uh, and yeah. so maybe the Brewers aren't quite as good as they were last year. Pitching is still going to be good but they're not going to be happy pitchers as Corbin Burns has kind of shown to us uh, in his appearances with the media. I do think it's the Cardinals. Don't, don't you feel like the Cardinals are a team that it doesn't really matter who's on the roster. They're always yeah. going to be competitive. It's such a baseball town. It, it is. And they're always going to, they're always going to try their best to field a team that wins. That's their ownership group. That's their tradition. Unlike the Reds, when you've got the owner or the, general manager, team president, whoever that moron is who came out and said, oh, yeah, we're going to run this like a nonprofit. And what else are you going to do? I mean, you know, there's the only game in town. Just come watch the Reds lose 100 games. So, yeah, they have the the setup and the structure in their front office where they're always going to be competitive. And, and credit to the Cubs. I think they are moving in the right direction here. And certainly when you think about them winning the World Series a few years ago, and that was an incredible story across all of baseball, just baseball is better, I think, when the Cubs are good. Let me bring in Double D here. Double D, give me your take because our guy, our audio guy, Double D, is based in Chicago. He's not necessarily a Cubs fan. He's going to send me a flow chart of his fandom because I don't know who his teams are. I'm going to memorize this for purposes of the show. But Double D being right there in the Windy City, you're there. You get a feel for things. You hear things that maybe I don't hear out here on the East Coast in my little silo. So what is your thought on the Cubs and how they're performing this season? I think their offseason was spectacular, to be quite honest. They got really quality players at, some would say, a discount price. Now, some of those guys are on prove-it contracts, for sure. Uh, absolutely love uh, Dansby Swanson, Bellinger, and Trey, our boy Trey Mancini. He will be beloved by the Cubs. I do agree with you both. I think the starting rotation is meh at best. Mm-hmm. They don't have a legitimate ace at all. Um, it's going to be a team that's going to rely not so much on home runs, I believe, but more of a ball and stick team, moving men on bases, maybe some base stealing, possibly. I do see them having the potential of being the number two team in this division if there is that fall off from the Brewers because of miscontent over the moolah. Um And I don't think Wilson Contreras leaving is going to be as big a hit as everybody seems to think. Uh, They are very stacked in the minors when it comes to talent at catcher. So that is the one place that they could afford to let. That's probably why they could afford to let Wilson Contreras go. So when you look at the bottom of the division, Chelsea asked you this earlier. 
And I think it's 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 something that bears repeating, which is when you're looking at a team, look, the roster is the roster, right? And all things can happen during the course of the season, be it you get hot, you get cold, there's injuries and whatnot. But when you look at the bottom of the division, which is so bad, when there's such a discrepancy between the top half or it's a top-heavy division and then the bottom teams are so bad, does that give you maybe more confidence in a team like the Cubs to maybe hit their over because they can beat up on those bottom feeders? Yeah, it definitely goes in like the win column for, you know, pros and cons, or I guess the pros column uh, when picking the Cubs, but also the fact that the Cubs are not afraid to spend money. So if they're even halfway in contention at the halfway point of the season, their ownership will be in buy mode. They will go out and get somebody who can make their roster better. That's the difference between this team and some of the seller dwellers that, you know, even if they're having a decent season, they're still not in win now mode. The Cubs, you know, even in the years that they have struggled, it's not because they have not spent money. They have had some big free agents that just haven't worked out or they've had guys at the end of their contracts that just haven't been great. I remember when Jason Hayward was there, uh, he really struggled with hitting at times despite being on this monster contract. So it's not that the Cubs are not willing to spend money. It's just sometimes these deals do not work out. So it gives me more faith in betting the Cubs win total because I know that they will make the moves necessary at least to try and win games at the end of the season. Well, Double D said this, but when you talk about having young talent in the pipeline, and they do, a guy that we mentioned as well is Matt Mervais, hit 309, 36 home runs over three levels in the minors, only 24. The problem is the Cubs have Eric Hosmer. They have Trey Mancini, who both play first base as well, and one of those guys could slide into the DH. So that's a guy, Matt Mervais, who may have to wait his turn. And oftentimes that, that, that happens in the minors. At the same time, you have to balance between waiting your turn and also bringing up the talent when it's ready to go when you need that talent right and uh i'm not sure what's going on with the cubs uh farm system because here's the thing with the the top of the market teams it is Mm -hmm. extremely difficult for the prospects to make it there because instead of waiting for a guy to figure it out in the majors if he even struggles at all they're gonna go out and get somebody because they want the big names that filled the seat so Uh, Yeah, uh, I do like the Cubs this year, though, just not to win the World Series. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.